Hey guys, welcome back to the Teen Table Talks. This is Selena. I'm Maggie. I'm Ava. I'm Ude. And today we're going to be talking about lifestyles and kind of everything surrounding that. Disclaimer, sorry if we um, sound tired. It's because we are, because it's 8.19 in the morning <laughs> right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's what we're going to be getting into. So let's just get into it. So just to start off, um, do you guys think, I, I was thinking about this this morning, but is there a difference between a life and a lifestyle or are they synonyms? Deep thoughts on that <laughs> so early in the morning. Um, when people just like use it, I, f- I don't think they mean the same thing. Like your life is, I don't know how to explain it, but like when you're born, your life kind of starts, but like your lifestyle is how you choose to live it. I think. Love it. Love the definition. Okay. Thanks. Now we've gotten that out of the way. Let's talk about. Okay, let's kind of determine what the different kinds of lifestyles are, and then we can talk about um, it in relation to us. So what do you guys think are some different kinds of lifestyles? I didn't realize there were different kinds. Like, like are these like different kinds of aesthetics? Like yeah, cottagecore lifestyle? <laughs> is, that, is that what we're talking about? Or is it just like a healthy lifestyle? Or like, I don't know. Mm, okay, let me pull some examples. So obviously I think the aesthetics play a role into it, but it was funny yesterday, we just like got back Netflix for the second time. And first I watched um, the Blackpink documentary called Light Up the Sky. And basically, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> And basically it was kind of the, like when I watched it, their lifestyle is the one of, I don't know, like a pop star or like an influencer, you know? So they're very, basically their life is going around and doing shows and photo shoots and, you know, recording in the studio. I guess that's kind of their lifestyle. But then later yesterday, I watched the first few minutes of this reality show called Bling Empire and I was just watch that yeah and I was thinking of just the difference in lifestyles because in Bling Empire it's these super super rich agents who live in LA and you know they're just surrounded by a lot of money and they're just throwing extravagant parties and events all the time so I think that's a very different lifestyle than the one of a pop star I guess and mm-hmm. obviously there are tons of other different ones that those are just two examples that I just thought of in terms of our lifestyles are we using like our school year lifestyles rather than the summer because the summer just started and I feel like right. lifestyles have changed significantly ever since school mm-hmm. ended yeah I've watched significant amounts of Netflix like unhealthy amounts um here's a recommendation though manifest so good I literally binge watched the entire series in like a few days I don't know 
during the school year I didn't even like touch Netflix and but this is kind of a new thing for me like before I would like type an N into the search bar and then Netflix would come up now when I type an N noodle tools come up comes up <laughs> like literally how sad is that I love that <laughs> yeah anyways yeah binge watch manifest is really good um so I feel like my life has taken a significant turn for the worse <laughs> for the worse so I don't know could you guys think of any other different kinds because I feel like um let me think maybe another lifestyle that is really different could be the one of an athlete if they're you know just training all the time they're on specific diets that are supposed to be optimal for their sport I guess mm-hmm. and, you know that's a very different I think also your lifestyle is really heavily dependent on your socioeconomic status. Well, I sound so smart. And like maybe where you live geographically. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, With the whole athlete thing too, it's like your lifestyle surrounds like what you're most passionate about. You know, so if you're an athlete, then it surrounds that. If you're like a full-time student, then it's going to surround that. Um I don't know. I'm not passionate about school. <laughs> Forced to do it. Right. Uh, yeah. So that kind of leads into the question, like, do you guys think your lifestyle interlaces very much with your career? I think it should, but not. it's not necessarily always the case. I think that it would definitely make it easier if it does and if it sort of by interlaces you mean like it like works with it and it just works well right so I'd say that it should should be the case but again it's not necessary I guess okay but what if you have like a career that's like super fast paced and really really demanding but the lifestyle you want is like chill and slow paced and like but I guess there's, it's also the fact that like, we don't always have like the lifestyles we want. We're always trying to make improvements, trying to adapt. I guess that in that case, it's about deciding what you want more, not necessarily either trying to match your lifestyle with your career or your career with your lifestyle, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have a very fast paced job, but you want a chill lifestyle, how does that equate? My point was like, do you have to choose your career then based on like what lifestyle you want and what kind of person you? Yeah, I guess. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, I I guess that's the case. I'd say that like maybe if it's like on a smaller scale, I'm thinking it doesn't have to be like fully in sync with your lifestyle. Like I'm thinking like small changes, like little bits of inefficiencies maybe that don't really work with your career. I'm thinking that's still doable. But like if it's like a big difference. And I guess it wouldn't work. Okay, let, let's get into like our own personal. Thing. So, okay, I kind of want to first talk about what we think our lifestyle is right now and then what we want it to be mm-hmm. in the future. So I feel like our lifestyles right now, the four of us, mm, will probably be pretty similar. Maybe a few differences, but in general, mm-hmm. just pretty this much the same. Definitely very school-centered maybe mm-hmm. even I actually think it doesn't go away in the summer there's still school stuff mm-hmm. that 
you need to do. Did not have to bring that up. <laughs> now I'm just a little sad. Yeah, not this early in the morning. Right? <laughs> Way too early for that. Yeah. I think also it's pretty centered around like our extracurriculars. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And also what our parents want our lifestyles to be, because I feel like they still have a right role at this age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good point. No, I, th- I think our parents actually play a pretty big role in determining what our lives look like, I guess, up until we're 18. And then the effects kind of still trickle on yeah. even after we leave home. I was going to say that. Okay, yeah. So there are a few, like, subtopics that I guess we could go through. So are you guys morning or night people? Morning. I am naturally a night person, but I try to be, I try to be a morning person. Like, I'm trying to wake up early and become a morning person. I used to be a morning person. It's weird. I'm a night person now. Mm-hmm. Can't wake up. No, I'm definitely a morning person. Like, 9.30 p.m. hits, and I'm, like, dead. I'm done. Whole <laughs> <laughs> I think it is just COVID. Like, before that, I think I had so many more things. Before school, I was just used to it. But after mm. COVID came, I just am not used to it anymore. Like, I used to have badminton. I used to wake up early. Badminton was, like, twice a week. I would oh, wake yeah. up early to take the bus. Like, I'd wake up, like, 6.45 or 6 to take the bus. Oh, God, I remember that. Especially in the winter. Ugh. Oh, God, winters were a pain. I'd have to then wear my, like, coat and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I guess there was more to do in the mornings before COVID. So, mm-hmm. at the time, it was normal. Agreed, yeah. yeah. I think for me, I I can't tell because I think I go through phases of, I guess, I think I can just easily rewire my body into being one or the other, depending on what my life was looking like. Like, for example, if I go through one period of time where, where my school workload is so heavy and I just have to stay up like every single night to do work, then... I have to start to shift into more night person e. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, but if I make the act decision as I have for the past few months to wake up early, I give credit to Maggie for that. Because <laughs> it was even though I stopped watching the sunrises because they got too early, I it still kept me in the habit of waking up early. So mm-hmm. I've just kept that ever since. It's literally done wonders for my sleep, for my sleep schedule. Oh, really? It was so good. It's actually insane. glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say like pre-COVID, my schedule was kind—I mean, not really, but it was like kind of the opposite of Uday's, because I would have things go really late into the night. Like dance would end at eight thirty, and then I get home at like nine, and then I, I'd still have to like eat and take a shower, and literally I'd still have schoolwork to do, and then. So I didn't go to bed until like very late. Um, and then sometime this year, I decided that I needed to fix this. And I decided to wake up early to watch the sunrise every morning. But it's not really for the sunrise. It's more for like, because when you wake up that early, most other people are not awake. So you don't have to like contact anyone and you can just like get your stuff done. And it's like really productive and it's just really quiet and peaceful and yeah really enjoy it I really aspire for that like (laughs) like I said I do wake up in the morning early but 
in contrast to Maggie, I literally have a phone addiction. <laughs> so I <sighs> like reaching for my phone, but obviously no one's texting mm-hmm. that early in the morning. So mm-hmm. I, I, just, I hate the feeling like, like I'm doing my stuff and my, and I just get the urge to reach my phone and open it and look at it. I see no notifications, put it down a few minutes later, <laughs> do the same thing. Oh my God. So embarrassing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I try to make a point to not do that, especially because like mornings, I don't know. I feel like just time like alone are my productive times. Mm-hmm. At night, like when the rest of my family's asleep, like that's what I can like be productive. It's not like they're bothering me or anything. It's just like their presence. <laughs> in the house. I don't know. Is it like some intimidating aura that just maybe maybe (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah okay yeah that makes sense I think in my lifestyle that I want in the future or I feel like when I say future it implies something that's very far away like the far future but I just mean anytime in the near future like literally tomorrow I I want to be so much less addicted to my phone like I want Mm -hmm. my be like max like two hours a day right that's kind of the mindset that I had about like becoming morning person I'm like well in the future I want to become a morning person so why don't I just start it tomorrow and then I did and it actually worked just saying <laughs> Wait, so you guys keep saying like I want to become a morning person but like if you had to choose between only being awake for the mornings or the nights what would it be mornings mornings but like naturally, I like am a night person. Like I'm just like even if I wake up early in the morning, I can still like stay up late, <laughs> and I like want oh, to yeah. stay up late. Yeah, I would. Um, I would prefer being a morning person. I guess if it's like something like maybe like a test or an exam, waking up early and doing mm-hmm. it instead of staying up late. I don't know when you wake, sleep, and wake up. I kind of have this worry. I don't want to like forget anything. If I'm doing it right before, I don't know. It feels a bit more comforting, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you say that because I used to have the mindset that I'd always want that buffer time in the morning, like just in case. I don't know why there would be a just in case, but if I'm studying for a test, I always stay up until like 12 or one studying for it, even though I could theoretically go to sleep early and wake up in the morning to study. But it just feels so... Like no, that makes sense. time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I usually, like, stay nope. up a bit. Oh. oh, sorry. And then I, I stay up a bit late, and then I try to wake up early as well to mm. make sure I can go over, I remember Same. everything, and I can go over stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. For Coldmaster 2, I specifically remember I was studying for my chemistry test. I stayed up so late studying, and then I woke up so early in the morning to continue studying, and I literally got in, like, three hours of sleep. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Yep. I started studying like early um before school for bio and I saw like huge improvements. Like it's literally life changing. I 10 out of 10 recommend studying the morning of the test. Like oh my God. Mm-hmm. I mean no, obviously like study before that, but like early <laughs> <Right>. the morning. <laughs> okay. Wait, that's a good tip. Maybe I should start doing that more. Yeah, I could start that too. <laughs> Maybe that's why I got so bad in bio this year. <laughs> oh yeah, I I think um, I think Ava saw. I don't know if you guys saw, it, but in a private story, I posted how 
I literally forgot to do a whole Amar question. Like, I didn't even see it. I was literally going to reply to it, but I forgot to. Like, what? I and did- how did you, how did you just, did you find out, like, through your teacher? Yeah, he was marking it, and then I, I was writing it in the document, and then I was, I ended up question 10, and then he typed, like, 11, dot, question mark, question mark, question mark, where's question 11? No. <laughs> There's a question 11? Oh my god, it was done. But I, I like ran out of time anyways. Like even if I did see it, mm-hmm. I yeah, even if I did see it, I wouldn't have had the time to do it. Yikes. Yeah, Max, you remember when I did that in grade 10? I literally forgot to flip the test. I yeah. <laughs> oh, for for bio too? I I for science, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Just grade 10 science, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I did one side and I was like, haha, that was so easy and short. And then I handed it in and then like 20 minutes later, it was like, uh, you did not do the other side. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so maybe we should, that leads into school. Should we talk about school? Because like we said, school plays a really big part in the student size. And I feel like it may be a barrier to at this stage, building a lifestyle that we want, like the specific lifestyle that we want. Mm-hmm. Just we have to do school like 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think it could be seen as a barrier or an early starting help, I guess. I guess it gives us a semi-neutral model for mm-hmm. everyone. As mm-hmm. in like, you've got your homework, you've got your hours of hours of school and some studying so I guess that's like a somewhat common thing that will be there between students I guess it gives that commonality and also structure and if we want to change it I guess we have to change it as we grow older oh, yeah I like that stance very positive yeah something that I think about sometimes is you know how um us being in the Ivy program the Ivy program is for people who want to go to university. That's their goal for post-secondary. Mm-hmm. And I know kids who aren't in IB, they can also go to university, obviously, but some of them might want to go to college. But what about the kids who don't want to do post-secondary at all? I wonder what their goal for, a, for like their lifestyle would be. I think it would That's be- condescending, but I know you're not mean, meaning to sound condescending. Yeah. Oh, no, not condescending at all. Like I'm genuinely curious. I think it would be deciding the career that they wanted and I guess getting that experience. I don't know. I guess it would depend on what job it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting because my whole life post-secondary wasn't even a question. It was a given, like an unspoken thing. Obviously you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I've never even stopped to think about the possibility of not doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, not gonna lie. Like I, I remember when I first heard that like people didn't go to university, and that makes me feel or sound very like I don't know, privileged and entitled, which I probably right. yeah. I don't know. I was just kind of shook. I was like, wait, you don't do university after high school? Like, what are you gonna do? Same, mm-hmm. same. I think that's definitely a product of how we've been brought up, like how our parents brought us up and the values that they. I agree to us angry um okay and i know like um people at school like teachers specifically 
especially in like high school, they make the point to say, oh, you don't need post-secondary or even to us IB students, like you don't need to go to university. Um, but I feel like, um, I don't know if this is my parents or this is just society in general, but when I was growing up, I literally thought it was going to be so hard to get a job if you didn't have a university degree, but like some of the most successful people don't. And some of them like haven't even been to college or I don't know, haven't done any sort of post-secondary thing. So it's very easy to be successful or not easy to, sorry, should have said easy, but it's very possible too without um, university. At the same time though, I feel like you can, you can't get really far now with like just one university degree. Like, cause everybody's going Everyone. to- Everyone, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, if you want to get really far, then you got to have like more than just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I want to add that, like, I think a lot of the successful people you're thinking of there, a lot of them are entrepreneurs. That's why. Right. And a lot of them have to like really, really push. There's like um, right. Tesla, Elon Musk. And I don't like, I'm, I'm just saying like, they have, I guess they're a different set of struggles. Mm-hmm. I guess the, um, the university and college path, it's more of a, how to put this? Um, it's early in the morning. I don't want to, say something Mm -hmm. bad Mm -hmm. okay um i'd say the university and college path has more safety i guess it's not like guaranteed success i'm just i think i just think it's like a safety Mm -hmm. net yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. even if you end up going to a different career you have that and you can always go back and sort of relearn and maybe get a job in that field Mm -hmm. yeah i agree um just throwing there as a possibility I don't want to condescend anyone who um maybe doesn't want to do post-secondary but those people who are very successful and they haven't been to post-secondary I feel like potentially they were very lucky you know they just maybe just haven't be doing the right thing at the right time because you don't see a ton of people who have accomplished so much without post-secondary education who are as successful like wasn't I I don't know for sure but maybe some owner of Apple Facebook Facebook like one (laughs) one of those people didn't I remember they didn't do anything not didn't do anything I'm sorry they didn't go to (laughs) yeah I don't think it's the Facebook uh, person because um, Mark Zuckerberg he went to Harvard Oh. Didn't he? Yeah, just kidding. He got kicked out, right? I thought he like dropped, dropped out. out. Oh, he dropped out. Okay, yeah, he Took did pers- go there, but then know. he dropped out. Right. And then he started Facebook. Yeah. Have you seen that movie, The Social Network? But I started watching, but I, I never finished that. it. It's good. I really liked it. Really? Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Also, I would actually, I wouldn't use the word lucky. I feel like that would. Yeah, it's like it's discrediting their, discredited <laughs> right. their success. I think um, so, a little bit. I'd say that it's more they really persevered and took hold of their opportunities. Like they would have had some really bad struggles in terms of like financially and maybe even like their mental health. I'm sure, of course, like everyone had gets that every once in a while. I think that for them, it's just that they persevered. They stuck with it and it's I guess 
yeah, and they prepared and they were ready to take the risk. A lot of people back out at the last minute and sometimes that's the mistake. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think it depends on different people. I'm thinking right now top, at the top of my head, Elon Musk, he had like some financially bad times like with Tesla in 2008 and now it's like thriving. The circumstances are definitely in their favor. Yeah. I, I'm reading this book right now. It's called Outliers. Highly recommend. You're still um, reading that? <laughs> I haven't finished it. I, know. I probably mentioned this like four episodes ago. Really? <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, anyways. And basically it talks about like how the circumstances were so perfect for people like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and things aligned so perfectly so that you know they could be successful so I mean yes they're like smart people and like have worked hard I guess you could say but they're also lucky I think that's fair Mm -hmm. as well okay yeah because I'm sure there are so many people that are out there doing the exact same thing that they did just not with the same circumstances that's why they're not as successful right but yeah, um, that kind of leads into finances a little bit. I know Maggie did mention the whole socioeconomic thing, mm-hmm. but okay, I'm going to say this and I know I'm going to sound really shallow, but literally my, one of my sole goals in life is just be rich. Not uh, because I, I feel like it may st- come off that I'm very materialistic which I am don't get me wrong but let me put it this way my parents are immigrants and they came from China to Canada with nothing and they struggled for money when they got here they literally didn't have a car for so long they had to take the bus to go get groceries to go to appointments they literally had to take the bus to go buy furniture one time like, do you understand how much of a hassle that is? That's literally, that's a heinous experience. And even now we're not rich. We are middle class, I would say. And I just want to be able to have a life where money isn't even a problem that I have to think about. You know what I mean? I just don't want mm-hmm. to ever have to struggle for money. That way it's, not it won't be a problem for me and I can also give my parents that life too yeah I don't I don't think sorry I don't think being well wanting to be rich rich is necessarily a bad thing I think it just depends on your reasoning I think you're definitely have good reasons like I definitely wouldn't mind maybe not being rich but just having more money than average I guess to be able to support my parents Mm -hmm. um my little brother get him like a lollipop or candy every once in a while (laughs) not have to worry and yeah just like the small things like that I'm Mm -hmm. I'd like to have more money for that that makes me think of when teachers ask you about your career choices at school Mm -hmm. I feel like they always push the concept like no do something that you love don't do it just for the money but I am just doing it for the money. I'm gonna be honest, because oh, this is so 
it's difficult to judge because obviously, okay. So I love music. I'm literally surrounded by music every single day. If I could, I would be a musician because I love it because I love music or like a singer or something. Not, <laughs> I don't know about a singer, but no. Musician. Um, but it's difficult to make it in that industry. Mm-hmm. You have to be one out of thousands, like hundreds of thousands to make it and be successful. Which is why I'm not going to that road. And it may be a little more difficult to choose something that you love that also not maybe not love that you enjoy that makes that's easier to make money in but I don't know I just feel like that's what I have to do can I say something no (laughs) I just I think that yes you're not you're not wrong but I think that it is better if you maybe pick something a little closer to heart so you're passionate about it and of course, like if you're passionate about it, you can excel at it. And really that's where you start, I guess, coming so successful, start becoming successful because I think that you need to, I think you need to do well in that specific area mm-hmm. um, that your job is in to be successful. That's what I mm-hmm. think at least. And being passionate about what you do is definitely important. And about the music thing, I'd love to do that too. Honestly, I think it's about maybe not one in a thousand. It's about persevering again, things lining up. Um, and I'd say it's also about connections, networking, right. meeting people, knowing people, mm-hmm. finding people. And there's like so much. And it's, it's also about having faith, like literally just believing you can do it, but being prepared to fail being having both ready and pushing through despite everything and frankly again like i said i want a more easygoing life otherwise i would have taken that no yeah i i definitely agree with you but maybe it depends on personality and i definitely think that you should believe in yourself but i don't want to take a chance at failure like i i don't want there to be a strong possibility that i might fail like, I want to do something that has a very minimal level of failure. That's fair. Possibly, I don't know if it's a good or bad mindset, but that's where I'm at right now. Well, I think... That's interesting. I would say that, yeah, um, I have an idea. I'm trying to word it. Um, okay, I just say that people don't go in expecting to fail, into the music industry expecting to fail. I think they're aware that it's difficult to succeed in but i they have to you can't go in with that mindset it's like (laughs) mindset is so important if you go in with that mindset that automatically impacts everything like preparing to fail you can't take those risks you gotta you of course you have to be ready you have to be prepared but you can't be preparing to fail does that make sense? You have to be prepared to fail, but you can't be preparing to fail. You should be preparing to succeed. Motivational. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Selena's what like that mindset that she was just explaining. Um, to me, I've always been told you should do things that make you uncomfortable. I don't think 
like, okay, if I'm always going after things that have a high rate of success and I like, there's a good chance that I'll be successful in it. Like, I don't think I'd be happy because I think the achievements that mean the most are the ones where you're expected to fail, but then you end up succeeding anyways. I'm kind of with Selena on this one. Like if you do go after that thing, but you fail, mm-hmm. that's like so humiliating. I don't know. Really? I, th- I was thinking it, was, it, would, it would be so humiliating to be going after something where you think you're going to succeed just because like you have better chances and then you end up not succeeding. But, like, do you have an example that you're thinking of? Because the things that I'm thinking of when you say that, like you have to mm-hmm. work hard. Like, yes, you're going to be successful, but you have, like, you still have to work hard. Wait, give, give me your example. Okay, like, I think of- like doctor, lawyer, engineer, whatever. Like, you, right. like if you get into school for that, and yeah. you work hard, like, then you, you're going to be successful. Like, you don't know many doctors who are not successful, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just because you don't know them. <laughs> okay, wait, I was thinking, like, okay, like, if I applied to Harvard like that's something where everything is like stacked against me right like I literally do not even have a shot but if I applied there and got in like that'd make me feel so much better but if I applied and didn't get in like I wouldn't really feel that bad about it because there are so like the rates of quote-unquote failure are so high oh okay I was thinking Mm. differently okay I'm in my mind okay that thing, you know, like Selena's like dream of having a career in music. Mm-hmm. My thing is like cooking. So like if mm-hmm. I want to be like a top chef or whatever, mm-hmm. like if I go after that and I don't succeed and I'm just like, I don't know, I just like work at a restaurant. I don't mean uh, to credit anybody who's working at it. I don't, right. I don't know how to say this without sounding mean, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, like if I don't make the top of the top in that, mm-hmm. then I would consider myself a failure so I'd rather go after something wouldn't you just move out of the industry then if you think you failed and you're like mm, you're no like you've decided to not chase that top chef position and you're just at some other level of chefiness that like you've decided that you're okay with just saying that like but you think you're a failure wouldn't you just move out of the industry and pursue like a different career I know, but I, like I would have already wasted a mm-hmm. bit of my life. But at least you would know, right? Yeah, but uh, there's mm-hmm. no way yet. I would not take that. Right. right. I don't know. Wouldn't it only be a always, waste oh. if you if you really give up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was been told like that whole thing Selena was saying. I think I think you need to do things that make you uncomfortable because that's the only way you're gonna grow. Because if you're always staying in places that where you're like this is it like I've got it like this is easy I don't know how you're supposed to grow as a person no agreed but like I think Ava and I are on the same page like it's like like if you choose to go down the the lawyer path Mm -hmm. it's not you it's not like it's easy it's Mm -hmm. just it's like I feel like there's a a specific concept that I'm trying to put into words but there's a difference Mm. between Go, getting into law school and then on your way to become a lawyer versus going to chef school and culinary school <laughs> it, it's like the like the percentage of mm. do you know what i'm trying to say can Respect, we, right? yeah 
I th- wait, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little confused right now. I was thinking like law school and culinary school were similar in the sense that like they're both hard to make it to the top. Like what Ava said about um, like you don't know very unsuccessful, uh, sorry, you don't know very many unsuccessful doctors. I don't really know about doctors because I don't really know that many doctors um but like lawyers obviously okay the word unsuccessful is very ambiguous but I think a lot of when you think of a lawyer as someone who's like who hasn't been exposed to that very much like okay if you've watched suits and you're thinking of like those very top like you know what I mean there's like super successful lawyers but in reality like and I'm not saying that this is less successful but there's like more I don't know how to put this in words again like I don't know there's just different levels I don't know like most lawyers don't make it that big and a lot like also a lot don't want to but yeah but even if you don't make it big you're still making a lot of money whereas it's not true actually really yeah, you really only make a lot of money when you're like big shot lawyer. Like what if you're just like a local I don't know, tax lawyer. Okay, again, I don't really have much experience in this field, but like it's a lot of people think once you become a lawyer, that's like you're you're set for life, but like you're not really unless, guess, you know. I guess it would depend on the cases you're taking, right? Mhm. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, maybe that's where my perception is wrong because my perception has always been like literally once you graduate law school, you have that law school certificate. Mm-hmm. You're pretty much good for life. Whereas if you oh, really? culinary school and you graduate into stuff, you could potentially just end up working at like a restaurant, like like a very low key, low key, low key small mm-hmm. restaurant, yeah. and not be making. Yeah, like the value of those degrees is very right. Yeah, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, working like somewhere at McDonald's, having like a mm-hmm. like a cooking like a degree on that. that would, yeah, that would you'd be, be way overqualified. You don't need a <laughs> you don't need a culinary yeah. school to get work at McDonald's. See, McDonald's the thing is Anyways. consistently they like <clears throat> all stuff is the same. That's the thing. Like um, at, like restaurants, there's always like different changes. Right, because like, they're like a chain. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a question. What do you mean by let can we like determine what we're thinking about when we're seeing challenges i'm actually really confused because depending on that my opinion might change i'm not entirely sure where i stand on this yet i think it depends because i agree you do need challenge you need to challenge yourself you can't only be comfortable Mm -hmm. if you're only doing what you find comfortable i don't think you can maybe grow as much as you can you i think that you Mm -hmm. can grow more if you take challenges but I'm not talking about like becoming um, a top-notch doctor and then going into engineering and then, you know, switching Mm -hmm. careers. That's, yes, a challenge, but that's also, (laughs) sure, go ahead if you want, but maybe that's something else. What exactly are we talking about here as like a challenge? I don't think there's a specific... Are we talking like career changes? What is the extent that we're considering? I was just thinking like a challenge is like something that is hard, like an obstacle that you have to overcome. Okay. In that case, I, I agree. If it's just like obstacles, there'll always be ob- obstacles and you've always got to overcome them to do right. 
what you plan to do, even if it's something that maybe you find easier or it's or easier in the sense that, oh my God, the word usage has to be so careful in this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so don't get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> even, yeah, even if it's something that has a higher success rate once you make it, that has its own obstacles. Even if you're doing something you're passionate about, that will have its obstacles. So there'll be obstacles pretty much everywhere. And I think that we can't grow by evading them or running away from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've strayed a little bit away from our main topic of lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. That's an interesting discussion. Yeah, I just wanted to say, just to clarify, Ava and I aren't trying to say that we don't want any obstacles. Mm-hmm. Just be- because obviously, if you're going to go to law school, there are going to be a lot of obstacles. Just to clarify. But, <laughs> um, hello. I think we have a misunderstanding because when you say law school, I think that's like another example that's in line with going to pursue music or pursuing like culinary arts or something like that, which I get they're different, like with the whole safety net thing. But I was thinking that you were referring to them like as not like interchangeable careers or pathways but like like you were comparing them in the same way I don't know does that make sense no not really (laughs) oh all right (laughs) never mind okay it's fine um okay wait do we want to talk about kind of lifestyles in terms of aesthetics I don't know Mm. because hmm let me think if I try to think of a type of lifestyle on the spot I'm thinking aesthetics. So maybe one would be like, maybe you already said like the cottage core and you're just kind of living on a farm or a cottage or something or in a cottage surrounded by greenery. Um, and of course it's not only an aesthetic because you know, you, you wouldn't be, I don't even know where I'm trying to go with that, but in contrast, another aesthetic is, you know, the city girl vibe. You're living in New York on your own in an apartment you have, I don't know, for some reason, I always think of a job like you're an, you're like an editor at like a fashion magazine or something. And then you always go to work in like the big glass buildings and you take the subway or the cab everywhere. I don't know. That's what I get. And then another one is the very royal 1900s princessy kind of aesthetic but which is also a lifestyle because you know if you're living that you're probably not working nine to five job you're probably Mm -hmm. wait hold on you think that's like a lifestyle like okay the first the first thing that you said like I was like yeah okay that's like people can do that but how can you aspire to have a lifestyle like like a princess like royalty yeah no like it's, I don't think it's maybe one that you can aspire to have, but it, it's a different kind of way that you live life, which is what a lifestyle is. Mm. So that one's like super, super dependent on your socioeconomic status and your family and whatnot. This is going to sound super corny, but like, wouldn't you treat people you care about as royalty as it is? Like, what is really <laughs> this? <laughs> what is really this? princess lifestyle is it even attainable is what i'm saying it's like different level oh yeah i'm not trying to say all these all of these were attainable 
You know, your first question of like, what's the difference between a life and a lifestyle? I feel like now I've come to the conclusion that if like, like a lifestyle is something you can aspire to have and a life is like what you are kind of given. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. That's cool. That's interesting. I didn't get that takeaway, but that makes sense. So maybe the whole royalty lifestyle is the life. Yeah, because it's like unattainable for the regular layman. Unless you marry in, but it's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, so I guess it is attainable in a way. Also, I think like royalty at in this day and age is not the same as that like aesthetic that people dream about. True. Oh, medieval mm. times, that would have been cool. Well, of course, like no disease. I, I didn't mean it that way. Literally the black. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I meant like the aesthetic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. The aesthetic that people romanticize it to be. Right. Oh my God, I got to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh yeah, okay, wait. So, let's just... Let's all go around and say what lifestyle you aspire to have. For like when? Because I'm I'm thinking my lifestyle, like the lifestyle that I want to have in my um, early 20s is going to be very different than like my 40s. Ew. Ew. I don't want to be a 40-year-old. It's so gross. And That's it's also the old listeners. Right. Sorry. 40s not old. 40s not old. <laughs> um or like it's it's also gonna be different than when i'm like oh god when you're 80 70 70 80 oh geez but yeah so Um, i don't know you could talk about talk about both but how about let's go with like 20s 20s and 30s okay 20s i'm imagining myself living in an apartment by myself hopefully um and I don't know I feel like I would like to continue this waking up early going out for a run like living very healthy very productive very girl boss you know yes um and I guess like if I'm if this is like after university right now oh geez I don't really know what I want to do still but um I don't know if I become like a lawyer or something and I'm working in a big city I don't know I don't know very like businessy I feel like okay cool. Ava, what about you? um I don't know that I she's stressing <laughs> it's like I don't know I don't know Literally, I've been like freaking out the past couple of minutes because I don't know what I <laughs> my question. <laughs> okay, wait, maybe maybe let's skip to Uday first. Um uh, uh, okay. Um I'm not entirely sure about a lot of things in terms of my lifestyle and what I want. Or so, the indecisiveness. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you guys know what I mean. <laughs> but I'll say, I guess, what I do know that I want. So, I guess, I wouldn't want to live alone. I know that. I'm not, like, super social. I can survive, but I would much rather be around a select handful, a few people 
and you know hanging out with them as much as possible rather than be alone mm-hmm. so i would want to can, can you guys hear that it's so loud I'm so sorry. it's fine okay um and i'd rather i guess i would want I'd, i would want to be in better shape and not just that i would want the lifestyle um i would want to be working out regularly and eating healthy cheat meals once in a while maybe <laughs> um not really a party person but maybe meeting out with friends i can like i said socializing still mm-hmm. i would as to where i would live like city or or like small village i don't know cuz i grew up in a city i grew up in dubai but then again mm-hmm. now like see Guelph is a city but to me it's not like a metropolitan city like like Dubai right it's just a suburb like right there's really so. nothing special about Guelph <laughs> oh do we want people knowing where we're from i can oh. we can like censor like okay from we can do something like that i'm sure okay so yeah either way they're entirely different even though they're cities in name they're pretty different and i'd say that one of those would be nice i but i don't know i'd like to explore too i've always mm-hmm. liked to travel but of course travel yeah. jobs might not be as much of a thing now because we right. know that things can be done online to some extent and if businesses want to save money they likely wouldn't be sending people to travel mm-hmm. unless it's like places where it's like common courtesy you should be coming there's like the whole cultural aspect that you need mm-hmm. to take into consideration So sorry I'm going on a bit of a ramble there. <laughs> so basically I guess being around people um healthy lifestyle um and career again I don't know and locality or um maybe location no clue. Yeah. Okay. I have very specific visions. I've okay, I've two. My first one kind of similar to Maggie I think living in New York City or something would be so cool. Um I don't know if I'd want to live in an apartment by myself, although I think it'd be super girl boss vibes to maybe not when I'm in my 20s and maybe 30s to just be living in some sort of penthouse, had that glass balcony and mm-hmm. I can just I don't know like every other night pull up with a friend and we can kick off our heels and have a glass of wine on the balcony and just sit there and watch the sunset over the empire state building very specific vision didn't you say you didn't want to live in the states is that you oh yeah good point actually oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm, I'm just going to bring that up for you <laughs> yeah like, anyways but that's kind of similar enough yeah yeah so that um i think that'd be interesting My other one is to be live a lifestyle that's traveling the world. Just maybe have a job that includes a ton of traveling because I'm so so big on experiencing new things. I just want to mm-hmm. go everywhere. I have a huge list on my phone. It's called Master Bucket List in big caps and it's basically just every single country and place that I want to travel to. Ooh, stay tuned for idea. a bucket list episode. Yes. Yeah. I'll reveal the content. in that episode <laughs> but yeah so i don't know just that traveling vibe just but not backpacking i'm not big on backpacking but 
I, I do want to be traveling, but I guess I'd be like living in hotel rooms and Airbnbs, like kind of that little more upscale traveling. Oh, I guess I have my, my third one is, this is very shallow, but literally just being rich and kind of just being like a rich socialite. Socialite. Oh my God. So, how do you pronounce it? Socialite. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm going to say well, so, That sounds weird. Okay. Yeah. Cause um, I don't know. I, I love like being around people. So then I could just be able to, during my whole days would just be comprised of organizing various social gatherings, like these little cute brunches and galas and fundraisers, obviously all like black tie and whatnot. Cause obviously, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> black tie brunch. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe not brunch, but like bells and stuff. And you can just be like dressing up every day. You wouldn't have to worry about money. Um, just a very chill life. But in that life, I think I'd also want to have like a side hustle so I could actually have goals. So I could just have like my little side hustle business entrepreneur thing on the side and that'd be nice. So those are my three. Mm. Ava, <laughs> the time has come. Aww. Time's up. Guess who hasn't thought of anything? <laughs> no, no. Okay. You can just leave it at that. Like undecided. Okay to not know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I still don't really know, but there's like a few things that I know that I would like. Okay. Um, I'm, I really like routines. So like mm-hmm. I would want to have a very set routine. Um, so the opposite of me. I, yeah, I don't know if that makes me a boring person, but I just like to be very no. organized and like have mm, plan ahead, I guess. Love mm, it. Love Lists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, similar to Uday, I think also a very active and healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I envision for myself, like working out a lot and being outside a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's really important to me. Also though, like I know you in your twenties, you're supposed to be really mm, rambunctious and kind of like, <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah. Um, but I would like to kind of be planning for later in my life, like trying to, you know, find my my person and thinking about having family and th- mm-hmm. that definitely makes me sound like the lamest teenager on earth but no 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 no, no. Yeah, it's super cool you know like what you plan to do and like that's definitely something people should think about and the fact that you're thinking about that that's awesome mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> I, I think Ava wants a pretty big family right maybe not huge but like you want a family <laughs> right I haven't even thought about yeah. that yet it's weird I Okay, my family's not here right now. And before they left, I was like, yes, I'm going to have the whole house to myself. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be so quiet. And I came home from work yesterday. And for about two minutes, it was exactly like that. I was having a great time. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then time passed. And I was like, shoot, I hate this. I oh hate it. And so that's kind of when I realized like, I do not want to be, as much as I say, I'm like an introvert and I like my alone time, which I do. At the same time, it's so important for me to have like other people. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's, I think I've, I've talked to Megan Ava about this a bunch, but I'm seriously considering like not having kids. Really? I don't know why, but like, okay, no, I know why, but I don't know. I, I'm just not feeling the positive energy for children right now oh (laughs) that's that's fair Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the same for me um but 
for I don't know if it's the same as Ava with the reasoning, but for me, I guess I would want to have like a family like like that. But it's just because like when my little brother's not around, it it feels too quiet. It doesn't feel right. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it's a little annoying sometimes, you know, I, I miss that annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like my annoying. <laughs> oh my I God. need someone to annoy me. I know where to go. But he's also mm-hmm. sweet sometimes. So, oh. yeah. So I just wanted to say that about New York, I wouldn't really want to go there because of something that happened when I went there last time. When I was like 11. I was just walking and crossing the road, and this person bumped into me. Like, Watch where you're going. It was super scary. And I don't know, my perception of the people around me, it's like they all look so serious and they looked robotic. They were all doing the same thing. There's like the traffic too. It felt stressful is what I would say. I would want like a city life that's more not stressful. <laughs> like I, when I think of that, I think, and keep in mind, this is just based on my experience and it's very generalized. I'm sure there are nice people and I'm sure there are nice places too. Um, I would actually, I would move to a place like Singapore or Amsterdam, where it's like mm-hmm. smaller, still urban area, but like city with like the greenery, it's got the water, The you can do like the bike rides by the water, or maybe a place with like a river or a canal, I don't know. Yeah, so like a lot of open space and nature and stuff. Yeah, but still somewhat a city. Interesting. Yeah, something like that. Awesome, okay. Well, anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about our lifestyles, the lifestyles that we want, different aspects of lifestyles. Is there anyone else that anyone else wants to say? I don't know why I just said that like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about it for me. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>